Blog Talk hey, Radio. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Empowerment Place. This is your host, Apostle Val and Apostle Benny. Tonight, we are not just doing our blog talk show, but we're also doing Facebook Live. Our topic this evening is Marriage Take Three. Now, I've got my screen on and Benny's got his screen, so we're speaking to both of our audiences, both of our followers, uh, but we want to have this conversation and engage in the importance of God being the head of your marriage. It, it was um, a reminder came up on our feed in Facebook that a year ago on September 17th, we did. It's all about the relationship, and I thought, wow, that's pretty awesome that here we were last year having the same dialogue. But we just sense that we've been sharing with individuals and um, that are in marriages, those that are having challenges, those are who are planning for marriage, that we wanted to share truthfully from where we are, what we do, and how with a relationship with God, our marriage is good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, hello, Donna. Hey, Lodeta. Hey, Angela. God bless you all. God bless you, Pastor Linda, for being on the call. And thank you for joining uh, Apostle Col- uh, Coleman. Uh, I see Kenny Johnson and Joey Carter. Pastor and, John, God bless you. And uh, Mark Fowler. Uh, good to see you, and as she said, uh, Pastor John Monty. Uh, we started off uh, several years ago. Mm-hmm. We were doing uh, it's all about the relationship, and uh, as we did that, uh, you know, I was just looking at a PowerPoint that I had did. Uh, uh, I guess it's been at least three. Three years ago. Three years ago. And uh, I was just looking at a, a PowerPoint that I did, and and uh, as I was looking at it, it says the definition of a Christian marriage. Well, um, we, we've uh, been doing a lot of study and a lot of uh, talking to people about uh, marriage and, and so forth. Uh, but then I got to thinking about that as I looked at my PowerPoint. It says the definition of a Christian marriage. Mm-hmm. But what we want to talk about is a the definition of a kingdom marriage. Mm-hmm. Because he says, God says, seek first the kingdom. And so we know we operate in the kingdom system, and therefore we should be talking about kingdom marriage. A lot of people say that uh, they're Christian, Christians, uh, but are you operating in what God has uh, set forth uh, for us to do Amen. and uh, even given the instructions to us in Genesis? Uh, so we'll, we'll just, I'll let you go ahead and. Um, Tell my people hi, honey. I can't see all of them. Well, you just have to hi. <laughs> How y'all doing over there? <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so as you see with our shirt, let me pull this down. You can see it. It's all about the relationship. We had these shirts done when we were doing the workshop. But you see husband and wife balancing, going back and forth in communication, and both of them communicating with God, with God, and God being the focal point. And as we communicate with God and God communicates with us, it eventually brings us closer together. Look, I'm so off. It brings us closer together.
together to where we're together one in God. So when we talk about how it takes three for a, a godly marriage, a Christian marriage, a kingdom marriage, as my husband said, the requirement is that it is built foundationally in God. Yes. Hey, Amanda, God bless you. Michael, hello. Hey, Ted. Hey, Craig, God bless you. Nina, thank you. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Teresa. So I'm going to give you a definition of marriage for us as Christians. It's a commitment of two people to the person of Jesus Christ and to one another. It is a commitment in which they're holding, they're not holding back anything. We're coming to each other naked and not ashamed. It is freeing up a man and a woman to be themselves, hear that, but also to become all that God intends for them to become. It's a covenant requiring the individuals to jointly align, jointly align to fulfill God's original intent for their lives and for their marriage. It says jointly aligned, jointly aligned with God, jointly aligned with the kingdom of God. Um, Jointly aligned with his original intent for individuals and for the union. And so I posted this a few days ago about marriage takes three. And a lot of people were um, excited. I mean, you know, I got people that that liked it and loved it and shared it about how marriage takes three. And I'm transparent. Y'all know I love my husband, and I am called and anointed. Y'all see how he looks like, oh, Lord, what's she getting ready to say? <laughs> I love my husband. And um, we are right now in a place in our marriage it's not bad, so don't don't get me wrong. But we are in a place in our marriage as we are becoming what God intends for us that we have to. We absolutely have to seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness so that things will be added to us. We absolutely have to incorporate God in everything we do, even concerning our marriage. God bless you, Ambassador Rodney. Hey, Ivy. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Danielle. We have to. And and I think that for, and I'll just talk first. For me, this is a very pivotal place in my, in, in the work that God has given me, Valerie, in ministry. It's a very pivotal time. It's a time when things are opening up, opportunities are being presented weekly. And because I am, called and I'm chosen and I'm anointed and I'm an ambassador and I'm all those things. According to God's plan for my life, I am also Benny's wife. And so being his wife, there are times when I feel a prompting to move and a prompting to do, but I'm very careful not to get in front of what the desire is for us jointly aligned. That's what we talked about in the beginning. There are often times that we're finding now that for couples in ministry, God bless you, Darlene, um, couples that are in ministry, sometimes we find that one or the other is the one that's got the momentum. 
And it's a blessing when both have momentum and they're both moving and producing what it is that God wants. But when that's not happening, we have had to find a balance and we have had to have conversations and have more conversations and even more conversations about the momentum, about the the acceptance, about the denials, about the timing, and all of these things because we don't want for either of us to get in a place where we're vulnerable, where we're in a place that we can be tempted or swayed by the enemy, that we may speak things that are contrary to what God desires for our marriage. And so in that, we, we have to acknowledge God in every facet of what we do. Would you agree, babe? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, the one thing that we always, uh, this is the one word that we always talk on, and we have to be able to see these things in order for us to be able to, do, well, we need to be able to hear what God has for mm-hmm. us to, to do. And then we got to be obedient to to that. Um, we we moved, and it was a quick move. And okay. we're trying to figure out why is this move. Um, but being obedient to what God um, instructed us to do, we moved, and uh, He's been moving pretty fast, and and the things that uh, He's He's got us doing, and it's not a competition between the two of us. You know, some people uh, even ask the question, well, your wife does a lot of speaking, and, uh, you know, do you speak? Well, certainly, uh, but right at the moment, um, right at the moment, she's uh, able to, uh, she's got that momentum and, 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 and doing some things, being obedient to what God has has told her to do. And of course we talk about it. And so she's not just going out here and, you know, doing but it's not a competition. It's serving the people of God. And that's the main thing that we always have to keep in consideration. You can look at our banner back there. It says the empowerment place. It's not the Valerie's place or the Benny's place. It's the empowerment place. Empowerment is is serving God's people, um, building the people of God, showing them the things that God shows us um, to get them to a place where they can function. And I, I did a, uh, I did a, uh, a, a, a speak a speaking engagement. I think not too long ago. Well, actually, it was on Raw Talk Radio. It, it's been a few years ago, actually. And, and what it was was says functioning dysfunctional. Yeah. We're all functioning dysfunctional. When we want to get out of that dysfunctional mode, that's just something yeah. that we got to get away from. So, uh, obedience is the word that uh, that I would uh, that sticks in my mind. Yeah, uh, we've had to be obedient, but I, I think that you you brought up um, uh, an interesting facet that, that that we have to look at as a couple in ministry. When you said that there is no competition. And I've said this before, I, I've shared this, shared this with him, and I've shared this in, in messages that I've released about when you understand who you are in God as a wife to a man of God, um, that husband being a husband to a woman of God, and we are, <laughs> amen, 
and 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 moving in that that me competing against Benny is me competing against myself because we are one. And then one thing I look at, I looked at scripture in Ecclesiastes four twelve in the New Living Version. It it it, it sort of spoke. Ooh, it sort of spoke because it talked about what I read it. It said a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braid cord is not easily broken. See, when we, as 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 a couple, as husband and wife in the kingdom, fulfilling what it is that that the Holy Spirit is is given us to do, um then we have to be mindful that there is, if there's a spirit of competition that rises up between the two of us, then it opens up the opportunity for isolation. It opens up the opportunity for the enemy to come in and to attack and defeat. And it's not a God thing. And it is not of God. And so when we say that marriage is a covenant, that's what we mean. It means that we have agreed as husband and wife come together, standing firm on who we are in him, but also making sure that everything that we do is aligned with God's plan for our lives. And it's about you fulfilling uh, the original intent of what God has set forth for you to do in your life. Um, We are both, we have both been sent here for different reasons, but it's to to inspire, love you guys. Inspire uh, God's people love you, and serve them in a way that, uh, in a way that He has uh, allowed us to do. And so, you know, there's got to be some unity in there uh, in order for us to actually fulfill God's will, purpose, and plan for our lives. Absolutely, absolutely. And one of the things that, uh, one of the questions that I posed, even back when we did this um, workshop, do you ever feel that your identity has been altered since getting married? Has it ever left you wondering if you really know who you are once you join someone as husband or wife? Did it cause you to lose sight of your dreams and your plans and how did it affect you? And, and I think that's something else that, that Benny and I talk about often because, as he just stated, we both have an assignment. We both individually have an assignment from God. We both have been anointed. We have been called. We've been appointed to do what it is that God wants for us to do. But we also understand that as we come together as one unit to fulfill a mandate, it is amazing See you, son. Love you. <laughs> that's our. Uh, so that's the volleyball team from Lucia. Love you. You got your stuff. All right, sweetie. Love you all. See ya. Um, we have to ensure. No, you can leave it open. Thanks, sweetie. Y'all get get back to the dorm safe. Um, that we have to collectively make sure that we're communicating, communicating, C- communicating communicating. My husband, I told y'all we're going to be transparent. My husband, no, not my husband. Valerie has issues with communication. I can communicate with the world, and I do. I communicate with the world, and I communicate with the world well. 
I don't communicate with the world the same way I communicate with Benny. Shame on me. And I, I think that goes for for both of us. Uh, uh, when we're talking about communication, uh, it's a it's a different. Uh, it's a, a different, different dynamic. Yeah. Well, because we're 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 actually serving the world, but we're supposed to serve each other as well. Right. But and uh, you know, it's like myself. Uh, I enjoy uh, coaching, but. It doesn't have to be basketball. It doesn't have to be football. It doesn't even have to be a sport at all. I enjoy lifting people up, and whether it's coaching them at, in, in, you know, in a work environment, whether it's coaching them in a uh, sport, it doesn't make any difference to me. As long as I can serve the people of God to uplift them and show them that there's a um, – and so I have to communicate with her. And she has to communicate with me in order for us to accomplish the things that we uh, that God has purposed us to do. And when we understand what He wants us to do, then we can complete our assignment um, in, in 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 a proper fashion. In a proper fashion. And and I just brought that up because um, as as husband and wife, um, when we know communication is fundamental. <coughs> is a fundamental component of a successful marriage that we have to, we, we have to, we can't lose sight of our identity, but we also have to make sure that we are aligned and we're communicating. And because we both have a servant's heart, he's a coach, I'm a coach and a counselor. And teacher. And teacher. <laughs> you know, I'm all those things. And, I I readily give of my time and my talent and my service to those that are assigned to me readily, readily. And so we have to make sure that even where it is with Benny and I, that that same effort and that same time and that same communication that I'm giving to other people, I also have to ensure that I'm giving that same conversation, that same motivation that same experience with my husband because, of course, we are aiming to please God in all things, in all ways. And so if I'm his wife and he's not happy, what does that say about who I am in God? And if somebody might say, it don't say nothing, it just means no. I said yes to this man. Not only did I say yes to him, I said yes to God concerning him. And so because of that and because I understand my assignment as Benny's wife, then I have to attend to him like I know that I've been assigned to this man until death do us part. The same way with me. Absolutely. I'm I'm his wife until death do us part. And there's nothing that's going to get in the way of that, nothing. And that's a decision that I've made because I made a covenant with this man. And I understand that there's accountability to God that I have to maintain in order for my marriage to be what it needs to be. Now, we're grateful for all of you all who have jumped on. If anybody has a question or a comment about anything, we certainly welcome them. If there's something that we can touch on that we've not touched on, we want to do it because we want this to help somebody. You know, I was thinking about, you know, the three-strand cord. And I got a little bit of hair. I got it up. For women, you all know that when we have hair, 
and we take our hair and we do this. We just twist it like this. We t- we just twist it. And if I just twist it like this, and I don't put anything on the end, and I walk away from it, what happens? It comes undone. It comes undone. But when I take my hair and I do it with three pieces, woohoo! Somebody might say, Lord, why is she playing on her hair? Y'all, I'm trying to let y'all see something. I'm trying to let you see something. When you take the three pieces and you twist them together, 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 you're bringing some cohesiveness into that thing. When you bring the three pieces together, whether I put something on the end or not, guess what? You see? It's still staying in place. Word says the three-strand cord is not easily broken. Y'all see? When I did it with three pieces, it stayed. And that's what God desires to do in our marriage, that when we bring him in, even if you're thinking about getting married and you're, you're contemplating, God is just the right thing. If you bring God in from the beginning and allow him to maintain his position in your relationship, you won't go wrong. Now, will you always agree? No. Will everything be gravy every day? No. But because you've allowed God to remain the head of your marriage and that as you all are communicating with each other, what that does is bring you closer together. When you're communicating with God, it's bringing you closer to the Father. So ultimately, everybody is right here. Everybody is in in the cradle of his arm. Everybody is in a place where God can move and bring the love and the peace and the joy and all the fruit of the Spirit even in your marriage. But it takes takes, um, everybody. It takes both of us. It takes everybody working together. And, you know, we see this a lot. And, and uh, the pastors um, that are on uh, that are on and listening, you know, you see this yourselves. And it, we have to be careful uh, how how we speak because we we see a lot of uh, we see a lot of uh, women in the church, and then where we don't see the men sometimes in churches. Um, Actually, uh, working like they should, but a lot, a lot of that comes from communication, as we mentioned before. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Absolutely. And um, and so, when we speak against something, then that's what we're going to see. Uh, so what we need to do is we need to inspire people. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things that I uh, I strive for is to to build n- not just men up, but I like one word you said, two words you said earlier, and uh, and it's it's been something that I've been uh, watching and I've been listening for, and when I hear it, it really really touches me. Is to say when you hear someone say, "Man of God" or "Woman of God," mm-hmm. that touches me because that tells me that that person's character is really really good. Because a man, or when someone speaks to you and say you are a man of God and a woman of God, that is speaking life. To your witness, speaks to your witness. 
and it is speaking, it's speaking life into you. And if that doesn't motivate you, oh wow, it should. It should. Because, and I just, uh, we were in a church in Richmond, and I walked in. Uh, we had never been to this church before, neither one of us. And we walked in. We said, let's, let's. We was just driving, and we said, well, let's go and and and, and uh, do service here today. And I walked in, and the pastor, he was about 80-something years old, and uh, mm-hmm. and he said, come on in, man of God. And he asked me to read scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would he recognize that? But he you know recognized what it did? me, y'all. <laughs> he said, come on in, man of God. And and, and uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, but it, I, I go back to him saying it, but that's just communication. He could have said anything to me. Yeah, he could have. But he said, man of God. And that made me, uh, that inspired me to, to live up to what he was saying. Amen. And, and that's important, too. When, when, you, when you have God as the head of your, as God is the head of your marriage, uh, because it does take three, then it is important how you address each other. Um, I'm Valerie, and that's Benny. When we're on our first call, Sometimes he calls me apostle. I call him apostle, elder, Benny. We know who we are, and we know whose we are. And as we as individuals are continuing this walk, and as husband and wife are building the ministry that God has for us, we know it's important that we address each other with honor. It's nothing more hurtful than to see men and women of God where there's a division, and it's apparent. Um, and, and they try to brave face it and act like everything is okay. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way, and that's why we're here to encourage you all. It does not have to be that way. You don't have to face this. You can have a successful marriage. You can have a successful Christian kingdom marriage when you understand that it takes God to do it. Yes. And I know that there are many people who have gotten married for reasons outside of God doing it. Been there, done that. It was convenient. They had a good credit score. They could get me the house. They could get me the car. It was a convenience. And so I did it. But when you do it, the man that finds it, the wife finds it a good thing. When, ladies, when you're found by that man, to be his good thing, honor him because he's going to honor you. If he finds you and you're his good thing, he's going to take care of you like you're his good thing. He's going to value you, and you've got to value yourself. <clears throat> yeah, okay, well, whoo, whoo. Hey, um, God bless you, Pastor John Bradley. Hey, Corey Lynn, God bless you. Um, hey, Kim. You you've got to you've got to you've got to and so you know <clears throat> he shared a bit about our story and how uh, we moved here in um, last year back in March last year March March of last year and since then um, dynamics have changed in our household I have not been gainfully employed by anybody other than the father Hallelujah since April. And being a two-income household, now down to a one-income household, and my husband works sales. And so no sales, 
no income. This is another situation that made us really have to draw closer to God, to be navigated and led by God to ensure that we didn't allow finances to interrupt God's flow. And so in that, God has moved, God has moved mightily on our behalf in that we have lost and lacked nothing. That's correct. Nothing. Now, there, there, there has been times when, uh, you know, as you said, to be, uh, you know, open and honest with you, you know, we, we I, you know, I, but I have, uh, you know, like, almost, what am I going to do? But I've had people, I've had people even uh, that I work with, because they know who I am, to even correct me. Poke him. And poke me. <laughs> Amen. And, 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 uh, and, and to tell me, say, listen, one, one, one of my coworkers told me, and he's a pastor, he said, let me explain something to you. You're not the boss. And I kind of hesitated, and I said, what do you say? He says, you're not the boss. He says, God is in control. Amen. And I know that. I know that. But I had to be reminded Amen. just a few days ago that God is in control. He controls everything. And when I'm seeking the kingdom and I'm Amen. Uh, operating in his righteousness, then he'll, 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 he'll give and add to anything that we need. Absolutely well. Uh, so... But that's just a communication thing. And so we're not talking about just communicating with ourselves, but also communicating with God. Yes. To let him know that we know that he says all things. And remind, reminding of, of the words that are spoken. Yes. We speak those words. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to stand on it. And, and, and again, as we're talking about the, the need for the marriage, it has to be three. It's me, it's Benny, it's God. It's me, it's Benny, it's God. It's actually, it's God, it's Benny, it's me. Order. Benny is ahead of our home. God is ahead of our home. I'm his wife. I don't run nothing. I'm a little bossy sometimes, but I don't run nothing. And and, and that's true. You know, um, even, and, and here here's the thing that we make a lot of mistakes in. She'll say, what are we going to eat today? Mm. What's for dinner? And I say, oh, I don't know. I don't care. Well, guess what? That is not speaking the way God would have me to speak. She's giving me the opportunity to, she's telling me, I respect you. I want to feed you what I, you want. And I want you to have what you, what you want. But when I say I don't know or I don't care, then I'm not, you know, that's that's just, she don't want to hear that because uh-uh. she's saying, listen, you're the head of the house, uh-huh. so you should say, okay, we're going to have this. Or, you know, it, she may give me, uh, you know, some options as to what, but I need to make a decision uh-huh. Uh-huh. as to what we're going to eat. Because that's what she, because guess what? That, that That's just a little thing. Yep. Suppose it comes to, uh, buying a car or buying a house. Right. 
What am I going to say? I don't care. I don't know. I don't know. Because when he responds to me with, I don't know, I don't care, and my response is, well, I don't know what they sound like that, and I don't know how to cook it. <laughs> and so guess what he eats at night? So we, I don't know. <laughs> so I do care. We do have to be careful in those little things. And as I've been studying, I remember uh, just recently, and, you know, I do a lot of, uh, you know, I, I study a lot of, because uh, I don't, the commentary that comes along with other other people all the time, mm-hmm. I, I'll listen to it, but the Holy Spirit leads God to sure. my mind and, and my thinking and tells me what I need to do. So I can listen to the commentary of, of other, and, and one of one of my favorite is, uh, I mean, uh, the former uh, Miles Monroe. I listen to to that. And um, you know it's it's but the commentary I don't I have to make that judgment. And yeah, we have to and commit. led by the Spirit of God. God bless you, Apostle Gloria. Thanks for joining. Donna Deacon Kenny like that too. God bless you. God, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I see a lot of uh, my 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 friends off of the uh, Middle Peninsula. Uh, even a cousin of mine, uh, Tanya Walker. I see you, Robert uh, Burrell. Uh, Kathy Smith, I see you. Um, and um, Eddie Knapp, one of my high school uh, friends, I'll see you soon, sir. Uh, <laughs> you coming to the class reunion. So our time is going by quickly. We just want to share these these nuggets with you um, because marriage truly does take three. It takes God. It takes the husband and the wife. It, when we understand that marriage is a covenant and not a contract, we understand that this marriage is based on trust. We trust God. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. We trust God. And being able to trust God affords us the opportunity to trust each other. We have to engage. We have to engage with the Holy Spirit. We have to engage with the Holy Spirit to get God's heart communicated to us. We have to engage with each other. We have to talk. We have to talk. And let it be more than just pillow talk. Wake up in the morning for talk. When you come home at the end of the day after you unwind, talk. Take a walk and talk. Take a drive and talk. But engage with each other the same way you did when you were dating and everything was, oh, baby, I love you. I can't get enough of you. Keep that engagement going because it's necessary. And then when we understand who we are in God and what God has called us to, we understand that there is an assignment, that he has original intent for our lives. There is responsibility and accountability that comes with this union. Yeah, I was just looking at this um, real quick, um, and I won't go over all of these, but it says building the bridge to harmony. And one of these, uh, it says, do not try to remake your spouse. Amen. I'm not trying to remake her. Um, she already knows what God can, will purpose and plan for her. So uh, that's another thing that we try to do is we try to remake people, and that that doesn't work. It does not work. And a covenant, a covenant, a covenant, a covenant is everlasting. It's not like a contract that's binding. When you break terms of the contract, the contract is no. A covenant is forever. 
We made a covenant. We stood before God and some friends, and we said, yes, we made a covenant that come hell or high water, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna last. We're going to do what's required. We're going to make this thing work. And we have to. Because of our relationship with the Father, grateful for the work that his son Jesus did on Calvary's cross, and thankful for the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us, we're able to maintain this covenant because daily we are led by the Spirit of God that dwells on the inside of us. We don't do anything haphazardly. We don't do anything according to what we desire but we do it as we are led by the Spirit of God. And again, because we talk about that three-strand cord, y'all see? We've been at this for about 30 minutes or so. It's still together. The three-strand cord is not easily broken. And so when you take your husband, the wife, and you take God and you bring them all together, it sustains you and it it, it binds you closer together, and it keeps you. Right. And that's what God is desiring for our marriages, that we come together, that we be a covenant witness with God, and then we are a covenant witness for each other. There's nowhere that I go that I don't represent God and I don't represent Benny. When he's not there, I honor God, and I honor my husband when he's not with me. Why? Because I'm in a covenant with God. And I'm in a covenant with my husband. And I know that I can do all things through Christ, even when it relates to my marriage. I can be successful because I acknowledge God and I allow him to direct the path that he desires to take us on, individually and together. That's spiritual unity. And spiritual unity. Uh, but we just got to operate in what God has Set forth what us to do, um, and when we keep him first, all the other things uh, they just come right into play. I, it, it is so strange how uh, I did not know about her being the founder of the empowerment place, and when I retired, I wanted to go to work there. Had no idea that she was the, that she was the founder of the empowerment place. I just wanted to empower people, and. Thanks be to God, I am employed, and I don't get paid for it. Uh, yes, you do. With, with, with the, yeah, I don't uh, give you a check, with, but with, you get paid. With the currency, uh, <laughs> earthly currency. Yeah, you get kingdom currency. But uh, I do get kingdom currency. <laughs> Amen. But the apartment place uh, has, uh, has really been a, uh, a good thing, and uh, we we that's what we do. Amen. Amen. Uh, and, you know, we don't have to, we just don't have to worry about uh, anything. We just empower we people, continue, but serving we, God's people. And don't say that we don't worry about it. Well, we don't. We don't. We cast our cares on God because we know that God cares for us. But, again, that's the importance of having God as a head, that you allow him to be every part of what your marriage is. God bless you, Joanne. Hey, Wendy. God bless you. Hey, Pastor Mike. Hey, Crystal. God bless you all. That we 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 make sure that God is is first and foremost in everything that we do. In Matthew nineteen six, it says, "So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate." 
We're not going to let man or woman separate, and we're not going to do it either. We are going to make sure that we stay jointly committed to Christ, doing the will of the Father, being led by the Spirit of God, so that our marriage can be an example to others. Again, like I said, we don't always see eye to eye. We have our good days and we have our not-so-good days. We never have a bad day. We just have some good days and not-so-good days. But even in the midst of that, we trust God. We have to. We rely on the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us in every facet of what it is that God desires to do in us individually and as husband and wife. I've not lost anything. I've not lost my identity. I've not lost myself. As a matter of fact, becoming Benny's wife and and tapping into some things that God had been suppressed. No, God didn't. Valerie had suppressed because of the place that she was in in her life. Becoming Benny's wife unlocked some things in me, y'all. Becoming aligned, jointly aligned with God's plan for our lives allowed me to open up some things, and that's why I roar now. That's why Hear Me Roar has reversed because I was in a place. I, I was in covenant with God, and I was in covenant with my husband, and it allowed me to tap into some things that God wanted me to do, and he gave me to a man that would entrust the gifting that's on the inside of me, accept the anointing that rests upon my life, and then push me. Oh, I push I me. Push her. I, uh, <laughs> she she uh, has had written a, a few books, and I have to, you know, and, and I have to, you know, tell her now. And I've got a couple books that I haven't released yet, but um, you know, it's like I say, it's not a competition. I'm not trying to release my books just because she released hers, uh, and. Uh, when when the spirit of God tells me to conquer now and, and let's get this done, um, people need uh, to hear what you have to say. You need to be able to uplift people, um, and that's what it's all about. Is 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 just lifting God's people up, serving them to its full capacity, um, and 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 that's what we need to uh, be focused on. And so let me encourage you, listeners, all of our truth. Amen. Um, couples, if you're not praying together, start today. Pray together. Study the word together. Build each other up. Women, where the help meet. Help him. Help him. He's cultivating and nurturing us as the wife, but build your man up. Speak life to him. Take time for him. Take time for him. Take time for him. And sometimes we have to take a good look at ourselves and um, stop blaming uh, stop blaming our spouses for certain things and being respectful of boundaries and restoring uh, intimacy and the intimacy with the spiritual intimacy. Amen. Intimacy, Amen. You know? Amen. Uh, and uh, as she said, study and pray together. And don't be afraid to seek godly advice. Amen. You know, uh, Amen. She's a, uh, she's a, uh, Christian counselor. Christian counselor. <laughs> and so, but sometimes she has to go and, uh, you know, and maybe speak to someone in ministry. But 
we just make, make, need to make sure that we're standing on found, sound uh, ground Amen. and uh, and not uh, and, and, and not following uh, some doctrine that man's uh, doctrine man's about doctrine. what marriage is because you know man will say well if you don't like it leave her. Let me say good evening to our um, our blog talk listeners. Hey listeners, thanks so much for joining us. We pray that something has been said tonight that has been powerful and impactful to you. Uh, we want to remind you that we do have intercessory prayer tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. You can send your prayer requests in um, via Facebook, Valerie Burrell, or empower underscore yourself at yahoo.com. As always, as always, know that we love you and God loves you too. As you are being empowered, please, my brothers and sisters, take the responsibility to empower someone else. God bless.